Hi friends and welcome to the podcast. Guys, today I plan to give you a whole other episode, but due to some technical difficulties, that did not happen. And I hate that this is becoming a thing. I hate that the internet and whatever technologies are not supporting my ministry, but I will work on it to make sure that your episodes are going out Monday at 12 p.m. because I hate to be a promise and fail. Anyway, I said my people must get their episode. And then I remembered this story. This is not what we're talking about today, it's not what I initially planned. You know, but I remember this story and I said, My people love a mess, and this is a mess. My people love a mess, and this is a mess. So I have I have not one but three messy stories for you. And they are all sugar daddy encounters. You see, when you are built like me, when you are when you are on the larger end of the size spectrum as a woman of African descent. African sugar daddies tend to gravitate towards you. Guys, I like I genuinely mean this thing. Like it's not even specific to Nigeria. Um, I don't know, you know, if there are any African countries that are exempt, but literally men of African descent, not even just on the African continent, just men of African descent, black men that are older, like young, larger women. This is something that I have discovered based on lived experience. So, you know, I've, I've experienced several of these, even beyond the stories that I'm going to share today, but I've decided to share three specific encounters with you guys. <clears throat> so buckle in, buckle in. All right. So the first one, the first one took place in my home country, Nigeria. At the time I was learning to make hair. So I was an apprentice in a hair salon um, in Lagos, Nigeria. And this was, I think, 2015. I believe I was around 17 at the time. Guys, I know this is ridiculous. Like, I actually know this is a ridiculous story. I know that this is not even ethical. And in this part of the world, it's not even legal. But just, again, buckle in. So I was learning to make hair, right? And... I was in this salon and just to give you guys context if you're not familiar um the setting was kind of like you know me as an apprentice i think one of there was one other apprentice um a few hairstylists and the madame who is the owner of the salon mm. so <clears throat> at some point our hair dryers stopped working and you know this is not a weird thing to happen in a Lagos salon so our hair dryers weren't working and most people who do their hair in Lagos you know they want to wash it like it's, it's normal to go to a salon and want to wash your hair right so obviously you have to dry your hair so it was a bit of an urgent thing um so my madame brings in this electrician that she has a pre-existing relationship with I think a lot of the salons in the area used to use this exact same guy so everybody kind of knew him I didn't know him before this but you know people that were in this line of work knew him he was an electrician of some sort but for some reason he had decided to specialize in hair i don't know for some reason my guy just liked going to salons to work don't ask me a question don't ask me i don't know so this man comes the first day and mind you if you're hiring any kind of handyman in nigeria just know that it is not a one and done thing like you're going to be seeing this person over a period of time like it's not a you know like i think you know in in north america typically maybe they'll come they'll inspect they'll come another day they'll install and then they'll leave and it'll be kind of like you know wrapped nope 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 
you are going to be seeing this person again and again and again and again because nothing is ever fixed right away they're going to come they're going to inspect it they're going to need a spare part they're going to go they're going to come back they're going to spoil it some more then they'll come then they'll fix what they spoil before they finally come and fix it and then come back later to repair the thing they didn't finish fixing so you know it's a whole journey so my guy came the first time i think he saw me he spoke to my madam i was doing my own thing in the corner of the store he didn't talk to me or anything he left he came again for some reason he was staring at me and i think maybe i was like picking attachment or something like that like one of those typical things i would do in the salon and he was just like staring at me and i was just like what is going on is there something in my teeth you know is my hair standing strange why is this man staring at me um and i was what you would call maybe an ajebota if you don't know what that means just i can't <sighs> yeah let's just leave it there but you know like to the untrained no to the trained eye i would be it would be shocking to see me in this setting you know working for this woman so i i assumed that maybe that was why he was staring at me like ah, what's this girl doing here is she working for you because i saw her last time she was here um but then at some point i think i heard him start talking to someone about me this girl is fine and i was like what in the what is going on here um and then he comes up to me and i think the very first thing he says to me is i want to marry you (laughs) guys i'm not joking like this man literally like comes up to me and says i want to marry you now remember i'm 17 and this guy is literally like maybe like borderline 60 like he's like very clearly young guest he could have been is like 51 um he's like i want to marry you and i said eh like (laughs) like confusion and i know for some of you you know like you're hearing this and you're thinking that's so crazy that's so crazy guys it does not end there it gets crazier it gets crazy this guy now says <laughs> this guy says you know that he has lost his wife and he's looking for a robust woman to bear him children he wants a young robust woman to bear him children and i'm just like huh Anyway, I think my madam kind of interjects and she's like, please leave this girl alone and focus on the work that you're doing. So I think that kind of wraps up, you know, the second episode with this man. He goes, he comes back and he's like, seriously, I want to marry you. Why are you for me for me? And then the other women in the store, like who are obviously like older than me are like, leave this girl alone. She says she no one wants. And the guy goes, you should let this girl talk for herself like he's literally addressing the whole store like guys like addressing the whole room let this girl talk for herself don't 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 put words in her mouth eh don't put words <laughs> don't put words in her mouth he said look at me and now he's referring to me i will take care of you you better don't let this woman block block your blessing you better don't let this woman block your blessing i will take care of you I will open shop for you. <laughs> Just marry me. I said, what? Shop? 
shop? You want to reduce my whole destiny to shop? Not even shops. Shop. You open shop for me. Guys, I was in a state of shook. Anyway, um, I think my, you know, people kind of diffuse the situation. I said, this one should leave me alone. Um, and either way, he had to like work, do some work. And then my madame, who is the owner of the salon, like I said, says, okay, we should go and do like home service somewhere. So we leave the store. Ask me how, when we come back, so we go to do home service, we go to somebody's house, we're going to braid this person's hair. It takes a whole, like, it takes a while. So we're there for like a hot minute, you know, braiding hair, blah, blah, blah. We come back from braiding his hair. So it's been a few hours. Um, and I'm about to start heading home. And <laughs> one of the other people who used to work at the store was like, Baba, whatever we used to call him. Baba said, I should give you this your <laughs> this man went to buy fanta and i think egg roll or sausage roll let's just say egg roll fanta and egg roll fanta and egg roll guys they they are <sighs> suitors are approaching my mates with cars phones you know pack pack your bags let's go on a trip my man came to propose to me this man wanted my hand in marriage and he came with fanta and egg roll soft drink mineral pop soda and a pastry guys can you can you believe this anyway that was kind of like the climax of the whole situation at that point i was very angry because no you cannot tell me you're toasting me with refreshments and i basically said i didn't want it but you know i guess the other babe that decided that she was going to eat it and when the guy came you know they told him that see he needs to leave to get alone because she's not interested and i think at some point my madam went to kind of address him properly like if you ever come and talk to this girl again we'll show you pepper something like that so that's kind of how that ended but yeah guys that was my first sugar daddy encounter okay well not first ever but you know first one for this podcast Anyway, so I moved to Canada, I think the year is 2016. So remember the first story I told was 2015. 2016, I'm in Canada and it's my first time um, looking for a place off campus, right? So I had lived, um, sorry about the noise guys, I'm trying to like reposition myself. So I had lived on residence for a while and it was my first time looking for a place. Now outside of campus the only other place i really used to go to was the only other places i used to go to were the grocery store and my church literally my life was campus grocery store church so i was very very naive unexposed what many will call jjc that is johnny just come or for my more canadian fellows fresh off the boats i was fresh fresh off the boat so I, you know, was going to look for places and I think that day it was in summer, right? So in my church, we have this thing called, um, voice of one. Um, and basically what voice of one is, is like an evangelism program. It's street evangelism. So, you know, we go out, we, you know, talk to people about Jesus, you know, it's a, it's a good time. And in this thing, we basically used to do a lot of like carpooling to go to different locations where we, we would pre- preach so that day we had had voice of one and you know i had been with many different people that day and now i'm walking 
towards an apartment that I want to go and view to potentially rent. And next thing, a car pulls up beside me. And guys, it was a sunny day. And okay, another thing I should say is, you know, actually no, I'll continue. So a car pulls up beside me, right? And it was a really, really sunny day. And this man seemed to want to give me a ride. Now, remember, I had been in church that day. And um, in my church, there was just this culture where the adults would kind of give rides to the young kids. Guys, this disclaimer is not a justification for all the stupidness that is about to ensue. I just want to put that out there. And I know that's a spoiler for this story. But I just want to preface my stupidity with a disclaimer. Okay? Okay. So, car pulls up beside me. It's this really huge car. And there's a guy, he's on the phone, you know, like he's in some kind of deep conversation and like he's kind of signaling to me to get into the car. And he just seemed really like serious, right? Like he's on his, you know, ones, like he's like, you know, like he was like, get in, get in, get in. And like, like, <laughs> like he was just really not like focusing on me. Like he wasn't like, he didn't seem to be like looking at me or anything. Like he just said, oh, get in, like hop in, like I'll drop you, like that type of thing. And me, stupidly, you know, I just kind of assumed it was someone that had seen me in church in the morning, right? So, because again, this is a black older man, like, my mind really didn't go to anything. So I assumed, okay, this is a guy from church, he's just trying to give me a ride to wherever I'm trying to go, you know, very nice uncle in the Lord, so grateful. So I hop into the car. Kids, if you're listening, bad idea. Bad, 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 bad bad idea don't do it i cannot stress this enough so i hop into this guy's car and you know he's on the phone and then next thing i hear um is he's still not talking to me so he's still on the phone and he's speaking um a language i don't know and <laughs> i hear the Ghanaian accent so i assume it's some Ghanaian language right um <laughs> and then he kind of goes like See, I don't know. I can't obviously. I don't understand the language, but you know, he's saying something to this person on the phone, um, and then he 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 tells the person that he'll call them back, um, that he needs to attend to something, and then he calls the call and he just smiles at me, and he's driving. You no, know? like I'm in the car, he's driving. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Please, may they not drive you to your downfall guys okay so <laughs> i can't stop laughing so he looks at me he smiles and this uncle this daddy says hi i'm nana and you are <laughs> i said now what now what now what at this point i'm starting to realize my foolishness i'm starting to take in what's going on here but i'm like mm, no it's canada some of these daddies here are funky some of these daddies here are funky so that's why he's trying to go on a first name basis <sighs> but at the same time i was still skeptical so i didn't want to give him like my you know proper proper name but just in case he was actually a church person i didn't want to not lie so i gave him one of my you know other other names which is princess just take take that as you will anyway so one of my name is princess i tell him my name is princess um and in my head i'm like you know he can't really do anything with that name because it's actually not on any of my legal documents it's actually it's on my birth certificate but it's not on you know my passport so i'm like yeah whatever my name is princess and then he goes um 
nice name. Perfect. One of those, you know, corny lines like a nice name for a nice girl or, you know, something like that. And then he now starts talking about how he would like to be my friend. Uh, <laughs> imagine my come because see let me tell you something sugar that is in nigeria that you know i had kind of experienced to an extent they operate in a very they still like their respect do you understand you cannot no matter it's not a nigerian lagos sugar that that you'll be calling uh nana <laughs> you'll be calling i don't know bolu <laughs> imagine calling <laughs> daddy shewa bolu you can't do that. You still call them daddy. Daddy. You might funkify it, but it's still gonna be daddy. So I was not sure how to navigate this conversation with this daddy telling me my name is Nana. I would like to be your friend. I'm looking at this man. This man is in his 50s. Why are you trying to be my friend, Nana? Why? Anyway. He goes on to ask me if I know um, some beauty supply store. I tell him I don't know. He's like, he owns this store, you know, that he can be, you know, that do I like hair, that I seem like, you know, I like to take care of myself. I like hair, that he'll be sending me wigs. Like, I'll never run out. I'll ne- never have a shortage of wigs, that he will take care of me. I said, Nana, I'm not interested, sir. Please drop me. He's like, no, now let's talk, let's talk, let's talk guys i'm in this man's car next thing he just keeps driving keeps driving he's still talking at this point my whole brain is just in panic i'm like what have i gotten myself into like what if this man kidnaps me like you know what if i don't make it out what if i make it out how do i also explain to my mommy that the reason why somebody has come and picked me from the police station is because i entered a stranger's car how do i want to explain that i used my two legs to walk to my kidnapper how so, you know, I'm in a whole panic and this man is just out here trying to be smooth, you know, telling me all these things. And the next thing he pulls into this parking lot that I've never been in before. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? He pulls into a parking lot. It's, it's still not far. Like, he's still walking distance from where I was trying to go anyway. Um, So I'm like, okay, fingers crossed, like, I can get out here. And I was just like, let me out of your car. And he was like, let's talk. And then he now kind of says that, you know, that I'm a, I'm a young woman, um, you know, that he can accommodate me, that he can, <laughs> that he can give me an apartment, you know, that he will lodge me and that he will furnish it, he will get me a nice bed. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> first of all, why, why is this daddy telling me he's going to buy me a bed? What is he telling me? Like, it was oddly specific, you know? Like, I'm gonna buy you a bed. And I'm like, oh, but why, Nana? Um, and at this very moment, I just need to throw it in here that as I'm lying down on my mattress, because literally, guys, I'm recording this episode from my mattress on the floor, I'm thinking to myself that Nana's bed might not have been such a bad proposition. As a matter of fact, my rent, I'm gonna be paying another rent in like less than a month. I'm now thinking that, imagine if, <laughs> okay, guys, guys, I'm, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop clowning, but anyway, so, you know, he, he makes all these propositions to me, and I'm just like, um, no, thank you, please let me go, and, you know, I think he can kind of see that I'm getting scared, and I guess he was a really nice guy, you know, he's a lover, not a fighter, so he was like, just give me your number. 
and i kept on insisting that i wasn't going to give him my number and then he takes my phone i think or you know i can't remember but he shot makes me take his number he's like okay just take my number and i was like you know what i'm going to take this man's number just so i can get I get out of here so you know he gives me his number tells me to save it as nana and to make sure i give him a call and the minute he lets me out i walk as fast as i can i escape that situation and i go on my jolly good way you know um to never see nana again and once i got back to my apartment on campus i deleted my guy's number because you know i didn't want any kind of higgy haga for my life so yeah i think that that, that probably is my craziest sugar daddy encounter because i actually entered this man's car and like literally anything could have happened but you know thank god nothing did i made it out you know very clean but you know that could have gone any which way so i just need to emphasize like, if you listen to this story never ever ever make that mistake ever like please like i just really need to emphasize that okay so now to the third and final story of this episode guys i think this was in 2017 i believe it was 2017 so if i'm not mistaken it was during winter so like maybe december i think like yeah it was it was close to december or maybe end of november so it was like that whole seasonal time right like everyone was kind of feeling a little a little festivity was in the air um and i had gone to church this this story is less about the craziness of the experience it's probably the shorter story um but it's just the anyway you you understand why i'm sharing the story in a second but i had gone to church and you know like i looked nice (laughs) i guess i looked nice um i was in normal clothes to me according to my friend who was with me when this story happened she says that it's because i was wearing red guys apparently there's a whole thing with me in red that's a situation i don't know but you know you know can you know when you're fine you're fine anyway so <laughs> i was wearing you know my nice red and my red lipstick and i was you know with my friend and after church we decided we we're gonna go we're gonna get a drink and something from tim Hortons. so if, if any, anybody in canada you know that there's almost tim Hortons everywhere right so there's a tim Hortons that was really close to metro that you could just walk to that was near the bus stop so i think we we should have after church plans where we're like okay let's just go chill in tim Hortons for a bit before we do anything else um so we're there we're talking or drinking whatever and then two older gentlemen come in for whatever reason i believe that they were of caribbean you know origin um yeah i can't remember exactly why but i kind of knew that they were caribbean i, I don't know if where exactly from the caribbeans they were but they were both black um definitely caribbean so these two men come you know to the team hortons me and my friend are sitting down at one table i see one of them see me and i just ignore because me i hate talking to strangers you know and he i see him see me he goes up to the thing orders what he wants to get and then sits on the table in front of me and my friend and he sits on the side of the table that is facing me right so he sits where he can like where he's sitting he has like direct view of me right okay so 
for maybe like a good 15 15 minutes 15 minutes or so like i'm seeing this man see me right like and i think he's aware that you know i'm seeing him but it's not like a there's no sexual tension there's no chemistry there's no there's no sparks flying like you get like this is just a scene of scene right i'm seeing you see me i am seeing you looking at me and i'm wondering when you're gonna stop looking at me and every time i would look up i would just notice that this man was looking like have you ever been looked at for an extended period of time awkward stuff and then i tell my friend friend i'm not gonna say her name friend this guy's looking at me this guy's looking at me and she looks and she's like ah, I'm all, maybe maybe not but okay and this wasn't one of them cute ones right this is an old man this guy was very easily like 60 something um and i'm just like why is this guy looking at me and you know he's, he's talking to his friend they go outside to his truck comes back inside sits down same seats continues looking at me i'm just like what is going on honestly now that i'm recounting this story maybe this guy was a kidnapper he's looking at me and i'm just like guys i know i've said he's looking at me so many times but he was really looking i'm like have you ever really been looked at very creepy <laughs> just looking at me looking at me looking at me does not say one word does not ask me anything i'm wondering is this guy actually lost like i'm so confused right um but you know i i, I didn't want to leave because of him so like i was still there with my friend i was just just think like what could happen in the public place and then next thing i see this guy stand up and i'm kind of like relieved because i think he's leaving leaving and then he walks up to the cashier and asks for paper again so he gets the receipt paper from the cashier and he walks back to the seat and continues looking at me and then he writes something on the paper (laughs) he's looking at me yo i know you've heard but i just really want to emphasize this guy is really looking at me and i'm lost i'm just i don't know what you know when like you're making eye contact and it's supposed to be a conversation going on but nothing is being said here you're just looking at me so <laughs> this guy now comes by my t- <laughs> guys i wish the person that had this experience with me was here because we were both in a state of what just happened right now <laughs> we were both in this state of you know you're just like confused because you're like maybe this guy's cross-eyed like because it just wasn't normal the way he was just looking at me so i think like you know like we just really had to explain this thing away because the audacity of someone to just look at you and not blink like you catch them looking at you and they don't blink so like i really wanted to believe that maybe he was cross-eyed or he just i don't know but like how are you just gonna be looking at me and then he walks by my table slides the paper and says call me two words finish call me i look down and his phone number is there (laughs) no pitch no proposition no proposal nothing just call me hey guys i mean i have to give this daddy his points for smooth my guy was smooth (laughs) wow you know Part of me wanted to call him just for the curiosity of it all. Like, I just wanted to hear what he would say, right? Like, I was actually very curious. Like, I'm, I I, strongly believe that back in the day that this trick used to work for this guy because what I was just like, why are you looking at me? Like, I was really, really curious. Like, I really wanted, like, and 
you know <laughs> when he told me to call him i really I, like part of me wanted to call <laughs> part of me wanted to call him because i was just like why are you looking at me like this like why but anyway my friend ripped that paper faster than i could say jack robinson because she's rude um just wanted to hinder my my side income doesn't she did not realize that the streets are rough girls are looking to diversify their income but anyway that was kind of how that happened that one was so ridiculous and till today i still cannot believe that that actually happened like that was a thing that happened um but you know like it was it was it was definitely a fun experience and my friend till today insists insists that it is that red that attracted this man that the red is a spell because you know whatever whatever the reason was i don't know you know it, 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 it. anyway so <laughs> honestly i think out of all these stories the third one is probably my favorite one because i was genuinely like guys i don't know if you can tell but i was genuinely like you know <laughs> i was genuinely genuinely captivated maybe i need to go and find a caribbean husband to come and captivate me oh um, <laughs> i played too much anyway i hope you guys enjoyed these stories as ridiculous as they were let me know you know which of these sugar daddies is you find most ridiculous and which of these sugar daddies is your favorite one do you agree with me that you know if time was on our side sugar daddy three would have been a, a serious contender for for b because the smoothness of it the smoothness of it all you know like i i honestly like now that i'm thinking back i think you know if a guy were to approach me like that today like i would actually call him i'm not even joking just for the for the panache of the whole thing um but anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this episode again let me know what your thoughts are actually i'm very curious about these stories if you're also if you've also experienced you know sugar daddies like these let me know um I, have, I, I don't know if I have enough material to do a whole other story time because my memory is kind of foggy um, about more sugar daddy encounters but you know there's there's one or two that still stick out in my mind so if you guys are curious enough maybe I'll add that to like a whole different um, story time anyway thank you guys so much for listening um, you all know where to find me on the internet it's toast.adini on instagram toast underscore adini on twitter um, and I will talk to you guys next week Bye.